Welcome to Uplifting the Soul, the teaching ministry of Pastor Nick Anani A.J. of Inner Court Sanctuary, Praise Palace. Is life better on the outside than in the Lord? Sometimes children of God become heartbroken when they see unbelievers prosper while their conditions seem stagnant. The truth is, when our expectation is based upon His promise, we will succeed. Stay tuned as Pastor Nick teaches about the subject, The Expectations of the Righteous. I would like to share with you, as I said earlier on, a short message I had this week about having an expectation in our God. Amen. Having an expectation in our God. You know, when, when you look at the years, many a times when we start the year, we always say so many things. We expect so many things from God. We look up to God and we, we give him so many promises and we hear so many promises from, from us preachers. We, you hear so many messages and you know that the year that you are about to enter is going to be a different year. Yet you move through all the year and you realize that it is nothing different. It is almost the same year, like the same that you have been experiencing the past years. Hallelujah. But there is one thing that today I want us to put our mind on. Even though we haven't come to the end of the year yet, I strongly believe, as Prophet Morris said, there is a God that comes in at the 11th hour. There is a God that will come in at the, at the time that you are not expecting him. The year hasn't ended. And I, I, like I said, I believe that if God has anything for you in 2014, he will surely do it. You know, the problem is not God making the provision. I, I have come to understand that the problem is not God, but the problem is us. Amen? The problem is not God, but the problem is us. The problem is you and I. We, we sometimes limit the, the power of God and we take our mind from God and we set our hearts and our mind on something else thinking that these are or these are the people or this is the place where I can have what I'm looking for but today I want you to change your mind a little bit set your mind on this God whom many have come to serve and yet many are serving including you and me amen we have come to know this God. We have come to love this God. We have come to believe in this God. And I want you to hold fast to that faith that you have had all through the years. He says that he will never leave us. And anything that he has promised us, he will always look forward to perform it. Are you with me? Yes. You know, when you are a Christian and you always talk to people about your God, you discuss to people, uh, discuss with people about uh, um, the, the God that created the whole earth, and you talk to them about the fact that this God is able to do much more. That you 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 tell them that He's able to supply all my needs. You tell them that this is what God can do, and this is that, and this is what God can has done to for many people, and yet you are not experiencing it. Sometimes it breaks your heart. Sometimes it breaks your heart and you look at other people who does not belong or, or does not serve this God. They don't believe in this God, yet they prosper. And you ask yourself, why should it be so? 
I always sit in church. I go to church. I, I have decided to set my heart and serve God. But I'm, uh, these people that are not even, they don't even like God. They don't even love His name. Look how they prosper. And what is wrong? Where is God? Where is God? You ask yourself. Where is God? If that is the question that you are asking yourself today, God is not anywhere. He hasn't gone anywhere. God is not missing. God is still where he is. Praise the Lord. Please turn quickly with me to Proverbs chapter 23. Proverbs chapter 23. Nemasibandeya. It is well with my soul. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 17 and 18. Listen. Do not let your heart envy sinners. Do not let your heart does what? Envy sinners. But be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. For surely there is a hereafter. Other versions will say there is an end. There is a there's what? A hereafter. And your hope or your expectation will not be cut off. Do not envy, do not let your heart envy sinners. But be zealous for the fear of the Lord. For surely, for surely, and I say it again, for surely there is a hereafter. And your expectation or your hope will not be cut off. Though the condition that you are in or we may find ourselves in may not be favorable, it is not comfortable with you. But I can assure you that the law, the word of God will never fail. He says that it is what? It is sure. He is confident that it, there is going to be a hereafter. There will be a certain time in your life that in this sort of life whereby you, uh, you, you face all these afflictions and failures and insufficiency and intimidation and all these things that you, you, you face all the time, there is a what? A hereafter. There is an end to it. And I can also say that it has an expiring date. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Whatever that you are going through, it has an expiring date. Amen. There is an expiring date on it. No matter what the enemy will do, there is, going, there is an expiring date on it. And surely it is going to come. Hallelujah. You are the only person that have gone through the year and have faced all the troubles that you're going through. Sometimes you sleep and you can't even rest well on that comfortable bed that you, 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 you bought it with thousands of dollars. Maybe 2,000. You went to Sleepy's. I always buy, walk by Sleepy's and I ask myself, how can this store, how, how do they pay their rent? Then I got to realize that if you buy one, well, it is very good to sleep on. And it costs a lot. You have the best bed. And you go to bed, you cannot sleep. 
By the word of God, if you are hearing me, by the word of God, I want to announce to you that your problem has an expiring date on it. If you don't know it, it does have an expiring date. One day you will visit your problem and you will realize that this same problem has expired. Hallelujah. Your problem has what? An expiring date. Today, I'm so happy that I'm even preaching this message. I have, I have a testimony to make you understand that your troubles and your problems has an expiring date. Praise the Lord. We may go through all these hardships. Yes, we will go through them. We will go through them. It is part of life. But whether you had it or you didn't have it, whether we have about... Two or three weeks to the end of 2014, I strongly believe that whatever that God has set for you, whatever that God promised you in 2014, we are serving a God that one day is to Him thousands days, but 1,000 days to God is what? A day. Don't worry about how long it has taken, but Cause and put your mind on God. Put your hopes in God. There is an expiring date for your problem. There is a hereafter. There is what? A hereafter. And your expectation, what you are expecting from God, will never be cut off. I want you to take this word, that, that part in so well. What I'm expecting from God will never be cut off. Job knew this so well. And when he was in his troubles, he said that, I know. I know. Though my problem is so hard, I know that my Redeemer lives. What I'm looking to now is not good, but I know that my Redeemer lives. My problem has an expiring date. I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I know my Redeemer lives. I want to encourage you. I, I, I don't know. You are the only one, like I said earlier on, you are the only one that sleeps on your bed. You are the only one that goes out and comes in. When you close your door at the end of the day, all that you see is the four walls of your room. And you ask yourself, what is going on with me? When will all these things cease? I just want to announce you from God saying to you that it has an expiring date. There is a hereafter. Hallelujah. Amen. There is a here. I know my redeemer called praise palace. There is a hereafter. No matter what the ways may be, no matter how strong the enemy may attack, I strongly believe that it, it has an expiring date. God will arise at appropriate time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You are there and you have uh, uh, this, this business. You go out and nobody even comes to your store to buy anything. And you say to yourself, what is going on? Should I join these people and get something and hide under my business so that it will attract people? No. Don't envy sinners. Don't envy sinners. But be zealous in the fear of God. Be zealous in the fear of God. Be zealous in the worship of God. For your problem has a, a what? an expiring date. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Church, we are serving a God who is not dead. Un unless you believe that there is no God. Unless you believe that he does not exist. Unless you believe that he does not do miracles. Unless you believe that he can't do it. Then you can go ahead and one day he'll prove to you that he is God. 
But I have tasted and I have seen that God is good. Amen. Amen. When we have an expectation, just like we read from Proverbs chapter 23, when we have an expectation, he says, surely there is, an, there is a hereafter and our hopes or our expectations will never be cut off. When we have an, exp- an expectation, that expectation will cause God to bring in a miracle in our lives. Amen. When we talk about an expectation, it is also more than just wishing. I'm not saying you should wish. No, 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 no. It is something more stronger. It is stronger. Faith will draw you close to God. Your expectation will cause that miracle to fall upon you. Amen. Amen. Your faith will believe that God is there. And when you know that God is about to do something for you, it will be a miracle. The angel said to Mary, Thou... That is favored amongst all women. God is going to do something in your life. You are going to give birth to a baby. And the baby shall be this, that baby shall be that. Soon and very soon we are going to celebrate that. And, and Mary said, I don't know of anyone. And the angel said to Mary, Mary, you don't have to know anyone. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And that when the Holy Spirit will come upon you, comes upon you, he will change you into a being that will be able to do what God expects you to do. And the Bible says that Mary immediately rose up and said, let it be as you have said. In other words, I accept it, I take it, I, I, I believe it, and no matter what, God has spoken, and that is it. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. People of God, don't let the enemy make you understand now, believe that God does not exist, and there cannot be a change in your present situation. God can turn it around. He can do it within a minute. He can do it within what? A minute. Our expectations is not just wishing, but a confident assurance of the promises of God. Confident assurance of the promises of God. Faith is the substance of the things we hope for and evidence of the things that we don't see. But our expectation of what God has promised, our expectation is our confidence and our assurance that what God has promised us, we are taking it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Don't let us lose it. Don't let us lose it. When we strongly hold on to it, it shall never be cut off. You know one thing, there is a negative expectation and there is a positive expectation. Job said, that thing that I feared has come upon me. That was an expectation. He was expecting something. It was negative. And he couldn't let that thing go off his mind. And because he was expecting it, he actually received it. May it, may it not be yours. Cut, cast out any form of negative expectation and put within your mind the promises that God has given to you and hold fast to it, knowing that the Lord God will never fail you. Is it that man or woman that you are talking about that you feel that you are the only person that is going to live on earth single? No. No. Don't believe it. Don't accept it. Am I going to die like this? No. Don't believe it. Don't accept it. 
Hallelujah. Webster Dictionary defines expectation as a strong belief that something will happen. A strong belief that something will happen. Amen. And our expectation involves an anticipation or eagerness. You, you are so eager. I'm expecting a visitor. So you go to the airport and you stand there. The visitor told you that I'll be coming with this flight and that, 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 that. When the person was boarding the plane, you did not see him or her. Yet because it was announced to you, you believe it and you went there at that time expecting to receive the visitor. And that is the sort of thing that I want us to put in our hearts. That if God has said it, let us take it with all confidence knowing that he will not fail us. And therefore he will come in at the time that he says so. Praise the Lord. Our expectations will never be cut off. It will never be cut off. It will never be cut off. God has said it, it will come to pass. It is our anticipation, our eagerness, an outlook of a possibility. Our eagerness, our outlook of a possibility. When we firmly hold on to our expectation, it will give birth to our manifestation by God. If we will hold on to our expectation, it will bring to us a manifestation of the miracles of God. Amen. Amen. The Bible says in Acts chapter 3, there was a time that the apostles were going to the church to pray. And the scripture says that there was this cripple that was sitting at the beautiful gate. And his, his agenda all the day was that he sits there and he begs for arms. People walk by and he asks, can you give me money? And they will dash him some pennies, some coins, some money. And every day it has become a routine, something that he does all the time. And one day the Bible says that this man went there. And as he sat there expecting or looking for money, uh, he saw that. The, the apostles were coming and the Bible says that he asked for arms Acts chapter 3 praise the Lord Peter and John the apostles went and he asked for arms verse 3 who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple asked for arms Verse 4, and fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. Look at what? Us. Look at us. You know, here is a person that has been sitting there all the days, all, all this time, on all these moments. And even that day, the Bible says that he was looking for money. So when the apostles told him to look the immediately verse 5 says so he gave them his attention so he gave them his what attention full attention expecting to receive something from them he gave them his full attention say his full attention he gave them his full attention. The problem of the church today is that, yes, God has given us the promises. Yes, we believe, but the attention that we give to God, we don't give it fully. 
When you are just about to receive what you have, you've asked from God, somebody will come in and give you an information, will give you a word, and immediately you take your eyes off God, and God will say that this person is not serious. This man gave them his full attention, meaning that whilst he was there and Peter and John were standing there, there were, were other people that were going by. He, he, he even totally forgot. He, he, he said to him, no, 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 let them bypass. He did not even say to himself that you guys are wasting much time. If you want to give me something, just give me a go. You know, the, the customers are going. But the Bible says that he gave them his full attention. And whilst he was even doing that, Peter then stood up and said one thing. Silver and gold we don't have. And he went on and said, such as I have. And immediately he stood up and he was like, what do they have that you're going to give to me? I'm looking for silver and gold, but they are saying that they don't have it. What is it that they are going to give to me? What do they have? So the Bible says that he was what? Expecting to receive from them. He gave them his food and he said, but this is what we have. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. You know, that a miracle happened all because this guy was fully prepared. He had that expectation. He was looking up for that miracle. He was looking up for that change that very moment. And so the moment they said, silver and gold we don't have, as such as we have, we give you in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Immediately. Immediately. Immediately, the Bible says that they held his hand, took him up, and right there, he was on his feet. Praise the Lord. Why have you taken your eyes off God? Because someone spoke to you about something else, about the church, about your, your buddy buddy, about your friend. Listen, the very person that is about to give, God is about to bless you with, when you were about to receive that miracle, someone gave, came in and your attention get, got out of that individual, thinking that it might come from somewhere you have missed the chance. I don't know when it's going to come again. But today I want to announce to you, give God your full attention, not to men, not to pastor, not to people, but to God. And the Lord God of heaven will cause a miracle to come in your life. Hallelujah. It is not your job that is providing means of survival to you. But it is God that has kept you. It is the Lord that is sustaining you. It is not your wisdom, your knowledge, or your intellect, but it is the power of God that has made you who you are. Give God your full attention. Your expectations will never be cut off. Praise palace, our expectation will never be cut off. The enemy may say whatever they want to say about your life, about your family, about anything that is going on. But God has said it. David said, once God has spoken and twice have I heard that all power belongs to God. He spoke once. He spoke once. He spoke once. And I heard it twice. God, 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 God. It's a miracle working God. Can somebody shout hallelujah to this God? Hallelujah. Another one, hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know what happened when this guy got his miracles? All of a sudden, while the people were in the church, they were listening to Pastor Nick. 
immediately they saw someone walking slowly, jumping, screaming, jubilating. Something has happened. And they all took their eyes off Pastor Nick and they started looking at him. Why? What has happened? Yes, a miracle has taken place. I want to announce to you once again that if you will become focused on God, hey, then when the miracle comes, you, the people that you were begging from, uh, they will come to you and they'll be asking, what happened? Are you not the one that we just met at the gate? Were you not the one that you were sitting there and you, you took some money out of me? Listen, it is not your money that has made me who I am now but it is by God it is by my faith in God it is by my expectations in God and the Lord God has caused this to happen amen 2014 has not ended yet whatever that a God of heaven has promised you I want you to keep focus just expect God just believe God just trust God and the Lord God will make it happen he has never failed and he will not fail you amen Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I love this God. I love this God. I love this God. Praise the Lord. Our expectation must be based on or built on an unwavering trust in God and his promises. It must be based on our unwavering trust in God. There is another gentleman, all of these people that God used in the Bible, they had strong expectations. They believed in God. They trusted God, knowing that anything that God said, he would surely do. There is one boy in the Bible, anytime I take my Bible and while going through it, his name always comes in my mind. This boy called Joseph. This boy called Joseph. 17-year-old boy who loves God and his own family, his own brothers. Like David said, the very people that I go to church with and we take counsel together. His own brothers were the very individuals that sold him into slavery. Amen. Amen. And the scripture says that Joseph was in prison. He went to, thank you, Sophie. He went to prison. He went to Potiphar's house. He was there for some years as well. And later on, he landed in prison. 17 years. Some years after, he is in prison. In a city, a town, where there is no one there that he knew. He was a slave that has come there. He had no connection that somebody would even come there and help him. The father that he knew and trusted is left somewhere so many miles away. The brothers that he also stood up with, they have actually sold him. So this guy had nobody. He has no one, no one, absolutely no one to look up onto. And even a friend that he spoke to and will help him, a friend that he helped, Saying to him that when you go out there, please remember me. This guy went and totally forgot about Joseph. You may be forgotten. Men have forgotten about you. Fathers have forgotten about you. 
Mothers have forgotten about you. Friends have forgotten about you. But Jesus, your God, has not forgotten about you. You are still under the, the, the telescope or you are still under the guidance of God. He, his eyes is of, on you. The Bible says that his eyes is on the sparrow. God has not forgotten about you. He has not. Yes, when you wake up and you are going out there, probably you think that you are the only one that is in the bus. Probably you think that you are the only one that is walking by the side of the street. Probably you think that you are the only one that is at your job place. You are the only one that is here in those uh, Bronx, or you are here in America, or you are the only one that is found wherever you are. But God has not forgotten about you. He says, I will be with you wherever that you go. There is a powerful eye that is on you. And that is of God. Keeping watch over you. When they come in, the law, Bible says that when the enemy comes in like a flood, he will raise a standard against God as if it had not been God. The Bible says that if it had not been the Lord who is on our side, let Israel say if it had not been the Lord who is on our side, they would have totally destroyed us. They would have totally broken us into pieces. They would have totally killed us. But God stood in. When the enemy gathered and they planned against our life in the night, when we were fast asleep, the Lord said, no, this is my anointed. This is my daughter. This is my son. I will never allow it to happen. And the Bible says that God stood in and defended you. That is why you are living. Hallelujah. Let them go ahead. Let them go ahead. Don't envy the sinner. Don't envy the sinner, but trust God and fear God. Trust God and fear God. For the expectations of the righteous, it shall never. It will, be, it will never. This is a proof of it. It will never be cut off. Joseph was in prison. What else can I do, Joseph? My life is totally gone. But I know of a God. I know of a God. So many years he gave me a dream. So many years he gave me a dream. He said that I'll be great. Even though I'm found here in prison, I believe and I strongly believe that the promises of God will never, never, never go away. I know that whatever that God has said concerning my life, it shall come to pass. And Joseph said, as he said in Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6, God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Joseph said, yeah, that is the word. I will, I'm expecting this. I will put my expectation on it. That God said that he's not going to leave me nor forsake me. Yes, I am alone here in the prison, but I will dance in my God because there is a God that is with me. And there is a God that is with me. Even in the prison is with me and wherever that I go he is with me I'm not going to be moved or be destroyed but God has said it and if I said it I take it Amen. hallelujah Amen. and Joseph had it in his head he was he knew it he expected it and he knew that it is not going to be cut off he held strongly to that belief he held strongly to that belief Psalm 118 verse 17 says that I will not die 
David said, Joseph said, I will not die. As David said it, he said, I will not die. I'm not going to die in my misery. I'm not going to die in my poverty. I'm not going to die in my, my nature. But I will live. I'm going to live. I'm going to be a miracle person and declare the power of God. I will not die, but I will prove to the world that my God, my God exists. I will not die. Hallelujah. Wipe your tears. Trust your God. Believe in your God. Trust him. What he said, he went sure that it will come to pass. Then again, he said that, according to Psalm 34 verse 90, many will be the afflictions of the righteous. To Joseph, many will be my afflictions. I have done nothing wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. But all because of the blessings of God upon my life, here I found myself. But though the afflictions are going to be many, there is a promise to that. He says, the Lord will deliver me out of them all. How he will do it, I don't know. But one thing I believe, that God will deliver me. How and when, I don't know. But how and when, I don't know. How and when, I don't know. What day, what time, I don't know. But I believe that he will deliver me. Joseph, what time are you leaving prison? I don't know. Joseph, when are you leaving prison? I don't know. But I believe that God will come. I believe that God will come. I believe that God will come. Hallelujah. You know, and even he went further. Oh, Jesus. And then he remembered one day that when his father was blessing them. One day the father just called them and he started blessing them. And Joseph realized that there was a blessing that went on to one of his brothers. A blessing went on to God. And Joseph said, no, 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 I have remembered. My brother God had a, a blessing. My father said to God, God, many, 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 you will leave many, many, many. Many will be a troop that will come upon you. A troop shall trump upon you, God. A troop shall trump upon you, but you, God, shall triumph at last. So the Bible says that Joseph stood up and said, as my father said in Genesis chapter 49 verse 19, many will be the troop that will tramp upon me. Right now, I'm finding myself under the feet of my enemies. But one thing I believe, by the promises of my God, by the promises of my father, I believe and he says that, but I will triumph at last. They cannot kill me. It will not kill me. It will not kill me. One day I will triumph. Ah, who? I love this. I will never be like 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 this. What God said, it will surely come to pass. He says, I know the plans that I have for you. I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. The plans I have for you is not evil. The plans I have for you is not to disgrace you. The plans I have for you is not to bring you to a place of shame. Hey, Nicholas, the plans I have for you is not to destroy your life. It's not to take things out of your life. But I'm setting you up for a purpose. The plans I have for you is to bring to you a place uh, a place of glory a place of glory a place of glory a plan that God has set for your life and my life you shall never be destroyed you shall never be destroyed 
you shall never be destroyed. As long as you believe in God, as long as you trust in God, you shall never be destroyed. Let them go. Let them bypass you. You just trust God. Expect that every word that he has said, it will come to pass. Believe it. It did not happen yesterday. That doesn't mean that God will not come. Probably it has not even happened now. That does not mean that God will never come. But I believe that one day every promise that he has said given to us, it shall surely come to power. God will help me. Yea, and at the break of the dawn, in Psalm 46 verse 5, at the break of the dawn, God will arise. At the break of the dawn, he will arise. Weeping may endure but for a night. But joy comes in the morning. And one day, when Joseph went to bed, the timing of God came in. God just put a surprise to the whole nation. I believe that because of Joseph, God had to make those other prisoners suffer or go through how they went. Or the, the, the king received those dreams that he had. Why? Because of who? Joseph. God can cause some things to happen somewhere just to put you in line of the blessings that he has set for your life. I strongly believe that one day something will happen in your life that nobody can even bring that change except you. Nobody can even cause that thing to happen except you. People may not even believe you. They, when they are coming to call you, they might even think that, no, 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 he's not worthy. He, he, she is not worthy. No, 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 no. He is not ready to do it. But God has said it to happen. Jephthah's brothers and sisters threw him up. But when the time came for God to uplift Jephthah to the level of authority, they came back to him and said, we threw you up. But this time, we want you to come and rule over us. One day, one day, you will go to bed crying. And you will wake up in the morning with a news. The news that will turn your whole life around. That you will ask yourself, surely, so God also knew me. That God also listened to my prayer. Have God also answered my prayer? Am I also accounted among the people of God? It shall surely come. It will surely come. 2014 is difficult. It was difficult. But I thank God that it became difficult. Because 2014 has made me a different person. I thank God that he made it like that. But God will use 2014 and transform your own life. Hallelujah. When people went in and sell, you did the same and you failed. Don't worry. Be happy. Because your God has never forsaken you. My sister, let me use you for a moment, okay? Many years ago, we tried so many times. So many times. Year upon year. For a baby to cry in this family. Years upon years. For baby to cry in this family. Every year the baby comes and they go. They come and they go. They come and they go. Five months they are gone. Four months they are gone. Six months, three months. You, you can't just believe what is going on. But God had his own time. Nobody even ever thought that this woman will one day come to church and say, I'm coming to dedicate my part, my baby. My baby. This is what God can do. This is what God can do. Expect what the promises that he has given to you. And as many people go there, if you are here and you are in such a state, 
I pray that God will give you a revelation. Amen. That you will understand this God. And that you will not cause your eyes to move up Him. The Bible says that as many as come to Him, they must believe that He exists. And that He is a rewarder of those that diligently. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You will give birth and give birth and give birth unto you yourself. Say that Lord it is enough. Hallelujah. One day there was a lady in my former church and whilst I was praying that time in the afternoon, it just occurred to me. God said to me, go to her. She has also been looking for baby for a long time, many years. God said, go to her and tell her that her children will be more than those of a married person. At a time when she had none, I went there as it was said. Said it according to how God said it. Believing and trusting God as it is. Today she had many. And that today she even is working out to stop giving birth. This is what God can do. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever you are listening to us and when, those of you that are in this room today, trust God. May even the air that you are breathing today cause a miracle to happen in your life. May you give birth in the name of Jesus. May you give birth in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know whether you have decided not to give birth, but the God of miracles will turn the doctor's decision around. I have heard of a woman that the, the womb had been taken out but by the power of God. You know, the, the strange thing was that the, the husband was a doctor. And so he understood how the whole thing was about. A woman whose womb had been taken out. When they were in the house and she felt uncomfortable and went to, to, to the hospital to find out what is wrong with her. Not thinking about anything concerning childbirth. She went to the hospital after going through many tests. They came back to her and said, listen, you are pregnant. You are pregnant. And she stood up and said, me, how, why, how? He said, listen, that is what we see. You are pregnant. That is what God can do. He, she went home, told her husband, and her husband said, are you serious? And he said, yes, yeah, that is what God has done. I believe in this God. I trust in this God. He is a miracle God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, may this miracle hand touch your children this day. May they know that we are serving a living God. Not just a God, but a God of creation by whose word the world came into an existence. I pray in the name of Jesus. May the thing that could not happen, let it happen today as I call upon you. You that answered by fire, be our God. Surprise the many people that are listening to me. I thank you. Oh, mama, mama, mama. Can someone give a clap unto God? Can someone shout unto God? Can someone shout unto God? Can someone give a clap unto God? 
Our God is a living God. Our God is a living God. We hope you enjoyed this message with Pastor Nick Anani AJ. Join us again next time as he brings another uplifting message from God's Word. For more messages, please log on to our website, praisepalace.org, or you may send us an email to info at praisepalace.org. Stay blessed.